Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast, the place where motivation meets inspiration. It's where hard work pays off and excuses are for people who don't want to win. If you want to learn how to sell a show in Hollywood, then buckle up, pay attention, and leave your ego outside. Now here's the host of the Mad Hustle Podcast, a 30-year Hollywood veteran that's negotiated multi-million dollar deals, whose television creations and other entertainment projects have been shown around the world, influenced millions of people for generations to come. A man who wants you to win even more than you do, Butch Hartman. Remember, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast. Butch Hartman here. Excited to be here, Mad Hustling with all of you. Hope you're having a great week and hope you had a great, uh, gosh, a brand, it's a brand new month. We're recording this now in September of 2021. Yes. I can't even believe, um, I, can you believe it's September already? No, and you know, it's funny because I was just at the bank and the bank shows like the... Um, the weather for the next week. Yes. And it doesn't seem like that we're heading into fall. <laughs> here in California. I know it's right. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, we're glad you're here. Don't forget to get my book, Mad Hustle on Amazon and get our book Vision Possible. Yes. You can get that as well. We also just got to our thousandth download on the Mad Hustle podcast. So thank you all 1,000 of you yes. that, that downloaded us or maybe it was just one person downloading a thousand times. Could have been. But whoever it was, thank you very much and uh, we're so grateful. If you guys want to give us a five-star review, uh, we we will definitely read your review on the air. We'll say your name and all that fun jazz and all that stuff. And if you guys want to get a hold of me for coaching or to uh, help you guys out with a project, um, I do do private coaching. Just write to askbutchhartman at gmail.com and uh, just put in the subject heading uh, coaching call and I'll be more than happy to have my team get back to you. We'll arrange a time to get together. And uh, you can click on the link on this podcast and get my free drawing training and uh, learn how to draw three of the most famous cartoons characters of all time in under 10 minutes there we to go ask you who those characters are yes you are allowed who to are ask those by the way characters. this is julianne hartman my beautiful wife yes by the hello way. hello julianne's here uh the three cartoon characters i teach you how to draw in 10 minutes are, are you ready yes mickey mouse okay he's popular well he, I, I don't know if he's super well he is popular oh you my see god well, you know, you see him everywhere, but can you, like, name a Mickey Mouse cartoon? Can you even name one? Steamboat Willie. Okay, you did. Well, you named one. God, that was 100 years ago. I know. That's the only one that I can know Can you believe that? Of. Oh, my gosh, 100 years ago. Yeah. But anyway, oh, so anyway, we, I, I teach you how to draw Mickey Mouse, SpongeBob, and uh, Bart Simpson. Okay. In under 10 minutes. And uh, guys, it's really easy training. You guys can learn how to do it. And why would you learn how to draw those characters? To amaze all your friends. You can yes. put, you know, you can, uh, you can, um, you can uh, make uh, uh, drawings and put them on your computer. You can uh, put drawings all over your room. You can do uh, you make T-shirts, do whatever you want, or you can get a career in the animation industry as well. That's a couple just of by learning how to do those. <laughs> well, that's the, well, that is just the beginning. By yeah, the way, yeah, for some reason I just don't believe that it is just the start. So yes. Anyway, uh, we're going to read our good news story of the day, and I've been very diligent. I looked up a really good one today. Oh, that's great. And uh, of course, I just lost it on my phone I've, here, so I don't know where it is. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, this it. is also, hey Julianne, kill some time. I'm, gonna, I'm going to do kill that. Some time I just for wanted me. to yes. say that it is Labor Day on Monday. Yes, and so we're here in the U.S. Into, it is yes, Labor Day. Yes, it's Labor Day, and so we are headed into a three-day weekend, and um, that's what was so funny. I was at the bank, and it gives you the temperature each day, and Sunday it's going to be 104. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it's going to be. Really you mean my birthday? Hot. I'll be 104 years old. Yes. What? 
You know, you're like, it's 104, like my birthday. Oh, right, exactly. No. Yes, exactly. So we're really excited about uh, this podcast only because we have so many people that are always asking questions about the industry. That is true. That is and true. So being able just to do this each week and kind of getting, you know, a little feel for our personalities and our relationship and um, our business knowledge and all that stuff. I think it's been really fun. I, we really enjoy doing it. So we really enjoy being with you guys every single Friday or whenever you can listen. Yes. Every single Friday we, we, we try and get them out on Friday, but well, no, uh, they do get out on Friday, but I'm saying that they may not come on every Friday. Well, I know, but uh, last week it didn't get uploaded till Saturday. So, you know, well, that's not acceptable. <laughs> you know, well, you know, it just happens. It's one of those things when, uh, when the podcast uh, person is traveling, you yeah. know, we, uh, we have to make sure that we, uh, you exactly. Know. I know. So anyway, Hey guys, um, I finally found the good news story. I wanted to read to you guys. Oh, here it is. Good news of the day. A running guide surprises a visually impaired sprinter with a proposal at the Tokyo Paralympics. Visually impaired Paralympian Keula Nidrea Pereira Semedo. Okay, there's a lot of, a lot of yes. names there. Of Cape Verde gleefully accepted a surprise wedding proposal from her guide after a 200-meter race. Well, that's really cool. That's so sweet. So, um, so I guess her guide. God, how do you top that? Following the race, her guide, Manuel Antonio Vaz de Vega, grasped her right hand, got down on one knee, and produced an engagement ring. The girl's in a wheelchair, and this guy um, proposes to her right there. Oh, she's visually impaired. That's what it is. She's not in a wheelchair. She's visually impaired. Okay. So I guess they run with people helping them run. Oh, right. Her guide. Her guide. You're saying guide. Her guy. Guide. Like guide. a guide. Okay, yeah, I get that. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. But so her guide. So I guess the visually impaired runner runs with a guide, and they fell in love. Well, that's really great because how, but see, how do you top that for the wedding? Like your engagement was yeah. so epic. Like how do you now right. top it with the wedding? That is a, well, we mean as far as like making, well, like, like making how's the wedding better than that? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't either. Maybe. So, well, don't ask the question you can't answer. Maybe we could give them suggestions. <laughs> That's really sweet, though. I really love that. That is very nice. You know, I mean, I, when you say give suggestions, my mind instantly goes to making suggestions, but I don't have any suggestions. So I'm like, no, uh, not like right now on the air. Well, we I can, know, but I want to I want to impress you, though. I want to impress the audience with suggestions. Well, I know, but we can just impress them. We can send them some I know, suggestions. I know. Hey, so um, this week, you guys, we are talking about a topic that affects a lot of people out there with uh, visions and with um with uh, a dreams, goals. you know, goals, all those kind of things, all those adjectives, all those synonyms you want to put in there. And uh, our title this week is This is Taking Too Long. Yeah, I know. And now, Julianne, what do you think we mean when we say this is taking too long? Well, one thing that it means is it is taking too long. You've thought about this. You've written it down. You've done your business plan. You've gotten, you know, your strategies. You've done all of this. And you just feel like, you know, you just keep spinning your wheels and nothing is happening. So there's no one has, you know, it's like there's no, the bait has not been taken. And so you're just feeling like, God, is am I ever going to get this off the ground? Is it ever going to go? And uh, we know how that feels because we've had that happen a lot. And, uh, but I'm just telling you that you that does not make you stop doing the work that you do on this on a daily basis that does not mean that you stop uh you know it's like this you have a child right it's like you don't just leave the child alone in the bedroom all by itself to try to figure out how to eat and how to how to clothe itself right you've got to take care of it every single day well this is like your child as well and even though you're not seeing the results that you're looking for you still take care of it 
because it is going to produce results. That's a very good. Um, actually, it's a very good analogy with the child because um, you know when you have your idea at first, you're all super excited. It's it's the greatest thing in the world. I've got this great idea. You guys need to know how genius my idea is and all that stuff. And um, maybe the idea doesn't take off right away. Well, yeah. Or maybe it's not for that time. Maybe your idea is meant for a f- time in the future where your idea is going to be more relevant or it's going to be right. accepted more or it's going to be, um, you know, thought of as it's just going to fit in a little more down the road in the future. And plus, you'll be more ready to take on that idea when um, when maybe maybe in the future you'll be more ready. You, you've been prepared. You've been seasoned. You've been more you've been matured all the way through that time as well. And so, you know, uh, we've worked on many ideas where, um, you know, it was great. It started off great. Not And not that they don't end up great, but, um, you know, we have an idea one year and then it takes sometimes weeks, months, sometimes years, decades to get going. Absolutely. And we've... Um, but that doesn't mean that you stop. See, that's what happens if we don't... Does that yeah. mean you stay on it every single day? Yes, you know, every it's, day, it's even like, though you're bored, sick of it, you want to keep yeah, going. Yeah, there's something you can do on it. Whether you just open up a document and look at a contract, or you, you know, you want to always perfect something. You always want to make something even better because hopefully you're growing daily, right? So you're growing in knowledge and uh, whatever it is in your industry. And so, don't you want to make adjustments as you go so you can make your business grow too? Meaning, even the planning stage grow. No, exactly. I, uh, you know, there's a lot of things. For example. There's a lot of stuff I do now on social media with uh, a lot of videos, a lot of uh, quick animated bits, a lot of uh, um, just content that I make real fast that I think is really fun and really cool. Could never have done that 10 years ago because the social media platforms that take on that type of that, that type of content didn't exist. You know, you had to make these big elaborate videos with big elaborate music and big elaborate, you know, um, you know, you had to make a lot of real I guess what I'm trying to say is I come from a world of uh, the, the finished product, meaning it's got to be a finished show with music, sound effects, commercials on TV at a certain time. That's what I come well, from. Well, of course, but you know, things have changed a lot since then. Well, of course, but and the, so but you the, can make things happen daily if you want. You really could. But a lot of those ideas I had back then, I thought were okay. I, I come up with a cartoon idea. I've got to make this a full blown Nickelodeon show with millions of dollars behind it. But I don't need need to really do that anymore. There I are can, so many different ways to no, do. No, I know, and, and it's you could have it could be your own YouTube channel. You know, it could be, um, it could be, uh, you know, like the whole NFT space now. I mean, there's so many things that the you can NFT do. NFT space, yeah, wow. and that's like that's know, the first time we've used that word on the or that those letters on this podcast. Well, what's funny is is that daily you get somebody on social media saying, "Hey, Butch, when are you going to enter the NFT space?" No, really, she's very true, guys. I um I get a lot of people on it on a, yes. on a regular basis. You should do NFTs. You'd be perfect. And yeah, so, so we're, we are looking into this i have yes. no idea what it's about yet i mean i'm learning it's funny i sound like a guy in 1991 you going, do i'm looking at this in this internet thing i don't know what this is about yet but we're gonna right. figure it out no but but um what i'm saying is that there's so many different things now that you can do i mean you can you could grow on instagram you can be huge on tiktok it's really like, hard to grow on instagram okay tiktok <laughs> tiktok is easier to grow on. yeah, yeah you can sure. grow on tiktok yeah 
tremendously. I mean, real and, fast. Yeah, very and I'm not saying it doesn't take a lot of work because you've worked really hard to have your 1.3 million uh, followers. Oh, I'm sorry. TikTok. Did you say 1.3 million followers? Is it more than that? No, it is 1.3 million. Okay. Yeah. And yes. I, by the way, thank you to everybody out there who follows me on anything. I'm so grateful to all of you guys. You know, if thank you think you. about it, what's funny is is that these are 1.3. You don't have that many friends like in your friend group, right? Yes, these I do. Are, I have 1.3 million friends. Yes, no, but I, I'm Chewbacca that, is my friend. Right. But these people are from all over the country and it's really cool because um you know you will never meet all of them face to face but um this is you know this is really really cool how that just happens no but i guess uh, and they'd like to see your stuff they look at your stuff every day i'm very grateful and uh by the way all all that to say i don't look at your stuff every day i know you don't i know uh all that to say this guys you know if you have an idea you've been sitting on for a long long time uh do not be discouraged don't let the fact that it might be taking a little longer than you thought. Don't let that discourage you because some of you are so young. You've got so much to learn about where to sell something, how to sell something, who to sell it to, who to sell it with. Um, You know, for example, a lot of the people that come to us and say, you should work with this person. We really have learned instead of just going, you're right. And start with, because there was a time back in the day, you and I, Julianne Hartman, we'd go, sure, no problem. We'd instantly start working with people. And we came to uh, quickly realize we really shouldn't have worked with that person because that person was either trying to scam us or or had, didn't have our best interests at heart right. or weren't the person they said they were. Yep. And so, but now it just takes some due diligence. And I just want to let you guys know something too. If, you, if you've come up with a great idea, it is money in the bank. Just relax, develop it out, make it awesome. If it doesn't sell right away, put it aside, wait for a later time. Yep. There will be a time either someone will pay you to make it or you will scrounge up the money yourself and somehow make a portion of it or the whole thing and you'll prove to people just how awesome it is. We have a project starting right now. Yes, an amazing project. In fact, we really have to plan on when we're going to announce this. Too. I, know, uh, I know. But uh, this awesome project we're working on, this is an idea I had a very long time ago. It's been sitting on my shelf for 16 years and we are just now moving forward with it and and have financing well, we did, and we have financing behind it which is right. exciting. You did move for, we moved forward on it in 2017. You and but, I did privately, yes. Yeah, privately in a very small way, but or, we made our own episodes yeah. of this thing yeah. and people really but responded now it's, well. Now it's getting huge. It's getting blown out of the water, but also didn't you have some uh, some shows that you worked on that no one knows about that it took a long time like Splatopus? Splatopus was one. Imaginathan yeah, is another one. How long one. Was, Sla- was Splatopus worked on when you finally got a no? Oh my gosh! Um, I pitched Splatopus, I think, in two thousand and three. Okay. And uh, they had me work on it for three years. Okay. And now, uh, were you actively working on it because actively. weren't you doing Danny we're, Phantom? I was and, doing Danny Phantom and, and Fairly Odd Parents and developing Splatopus, and it was a great show. And uh, it just did not get picked up, and it was one of those things where I, I th- I'd like to think that um, this is what I'd like to think. I'm not sure if this is what really happened. I think they were like, we can't give Butch a third show because then he'll control the entire network. Right. You know I mean? And I can sort of see that reasoning. Uh, and Because if I ran a network, I don't think I'd give one person all three. No. I mean, I don't think I'd give one person that many shows at one time. Right, right. You never know. I mean, maybe you would. I don't know. Some networks do that. Uh, Chuck Lorre is a guy on CBS who had like two and a half men and right. Big Bang Theory. And he had like five other shows at the same time. So networks do do that. But for some reason, it didn't happen with me. Not complaining. 
But just saying that um, Splatopus was an idea that uh, it's a cartoon about a platypus who gets splatted all the time. Right. It was before Perry the Platypus on uh, um, Phineas and Ferb. Oh, okay. I want to think I was the first cartoon platypus, but Perry the Platypus is, like, I guess, the first official cartoon platypus because he actually was on uh, Phineas and Ferb. But anyway, um, that cartoon is a great idea, and I will never stop uh, keeping that idea in the front of my mind. Right. And we're going to make that idea at some point. In fact, we're very close to making it ourselves. Yes. But this new project we're working on, guys, it's been a long time coming. And the, and and the, those that are helping us make it now believe in it. It's exciting. We knew it would go someday. Right. And we never gave up on it. And we want to encourage you guys the same way. Don't ever give up on your idea. Now, there might be a time we got to put it aside for a while and come up with another idea right. or two or three. But... Um, yeah, don't ever let uh, those great ideas go away, and don't let anybody convince you that they're bad. Oh, absolutely. Was that was that philosophical? Was no, that, that was really good. And so, yeah. you know, it's like, do you like put it on a shelf? Um, like, how do like you like the elf on a shelf? Yeah, like how do you like do you just do you have that like in your to do list every day? Like, how do you know to keep those things alive? Because like, let's say you're going okay. Let's say this. You want to create a show, but you have a job, you know, doing something during the day. Right. You work at a... I am a sewer worker. No, or you work on... You I know, wash windows. automobile worker or something. You work at the automobile DMV. Automobile worker. All right, but you have this show idea. What's an automobile worker? I don't know. Well, like a mechanic. Oh, or, there you go. Yeah, someone like that. I think an assembly line. And Could have, be that too. Okay, got it. I don't know why. I just thought of automobile. <laughs> but anyway, whatever that job is, and so now you've spent like a year and a half working on your project, right. but you still have your other job. So... You don't feel there's really much more to do. do you, where do you, do you put it like on a post-it in front of your computer so you don't forget it? Like how do you not forget uh, it? Whatever it takes to keep your heart and your uh, creativity tied to it. Whatever keeps you passionate about it. Because trust me, you'll be the only one that's passionate about it. Nobody else will be because it's your child. When you begin to be, uh, when you begin to start paying people for the uh, uh, to work on the idea, and you have funding that can help people uh, get a job working on your idea, that is when. Um, you're going to really have a great time uh, uh, bringing other people along and they're going to see your vision very clearly when they have a vested interest in it, when it's making them money, believe me, they're going to be excited about it. Well, absolutely. Um, yeah, I was going to say, um, so, so as far as getting your ideas moving forward, no matter what they are, it's going to come up, it's going to come down to you guys because you're going to have to learn that, um, you know, you're the driving force. You're the chief cook and bottle washer behind your vision it's it's up to you to uh to keep it moving and you know even though you might think it's taking too long hey look it probably is taking too long but what is too long you know you, you well, that's what, the thing for example it, it, do you think a week is too long or do you think 17 well, years is too long yeah but i think that you know we do have a microwave kind of attitude of like you know we make it it should be quick like i i, I put it in the microwave to go faster I didn't put in the slow cooker oven. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And so when it does when it does the slow cook, it gets frustrating and then we want to quit. We want to give it up. But you can't do that. Don't do that. Listen, you have something that's very special and you have got to keep it alive. You know, it's like like a puppy dog. Right? You're not going to say like you're just not going to feed your and dog. I, I, I want to ask you this, too. You might think it's taking a long time, but what have you done that, for example, why is it being held up? 
Is it being held up because you've taken it to every studio in town and they've said no? That's a very good legitimate reason. Okay, people have said no. I got to wait till those people go away and I bring it back to the studio. Or if you just put it in the closet because you're afraid to show it to anybody, is that that could be a different thing, as well? Yeah, and I've got my um, my question for you. What is it? Okay. What is it? What is it? All right. I don't know if you're gonna. Well, you may not know this, but I'm asking anyway. What was the name of the beloved teacher on Boy Meets World? Oh, I know the guy. Uh, his name was William Daniels. He was the the no. actor. He was the actor. Yes. But I. Uh, oh gosh, was it Mr. Denby or something like that? No, he also lived next door to the Matthews. I I never I never watched Boy Meets World, but I know okay. the teacher was a big deal. George Feeney. George Feeney. I don't Did know. you know that? No, I didn't know that one. Okay. I've seen it before, but I don't know. Okay. Well, I have one more, just in case. All right. That one Give flopped. me a chance. Which of the following? Now, please, you guys, if you know this. Raise your hand in your car or yes. your house or yes. whatever you Raise are. Your hand. Which of the following is not an original Beanie Baby? Patty the Platypus, Chocolate the Moose, Legs the Frog, or Happy the Hippo? I'll say Happy the Hippo. You're right. I was right. How did you know that? Wild guess, everybody. Oh my gosh, that's not fair. Wild guess. Hey guys, listen, um, we are grateful for all of you. Yes. We're grateful and we're very appreciative of you guys all You know, the whole in. point of this whole podcast is to keep you moving. So mm -hmm. we're sharing our, you know, things that have happened to us, great things, bad things, like like who cares things. Yep. But the whole point of this is is to inspire you to keep to inspire you to keep going. Right. And we don't want you to quit because your idea is important. You may feel like it's it might be dead sometimes in your own heart, but re resuscitate it. Bring it back to life because it's something that you do need to do and you need to get it out there and we're here to help you be your cheerleaders. Yep, guys. Thank thanks for listening this week. And, uh, you know, let us know what you want to have us talk about. Write to me at askbutchhartman at gmail.com if you want to get some coaching. Uh, let me know in the subject line uh, you want to do a coaching call and get my book, Mad Hustle, on Amazon. And as always, we want to thank you for the uh, listening to the Mad Hustle podcast. And don't forget that the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Mad Hustle podcast. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and most importantly, motivated to get moving and sell your project in Hollywood. Remember to get Butch's book, Mad Hustle, on Amazon. It's a treasure trove of information about what to expect as you navigate the ins and outs of the entertainment industry. You can also find Butch on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. The man likes to hustle, and if you're serious, you should too.